This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to another episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks ride attractions shows if it happens inside of a theme park it happens here on annual pass i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always are my lovely co-hosts bk and jeff hi jeffrey hey jack hi bk hello how are you guys doing today hanging in there awesome <laughs> so uh this this is an interesting one because so we we we're doing an interview today with an awesome awesome gentleman who's a tiktok star goes by the name youth pastor ryan and uh we're, we're we actually filmed this a while ago so this is the first time we're doing the intro after we've done the interview you know a little how the sausage is made here but this is the uh this was the first time we all interacted together for annual pass which is exciting yeah yeah you're, you seem really you seem really excited by that Jeff. i was thinking about how sausage is made for a mm. second yeah like to get the little the it's little far, casing it's and far the, grosser and, than what we're doing and meats. Well, speaking yeah. of sausage, uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are annual underscore pass on on Twitter and, and Instagram. We're annual pass pod over on TikTok, where I've been uploading some little short clips and little uh, short videos and whatnot. We might actually be annual underscore pass on TikTok by now. I don't know. We'll 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 get uh, we'll get uh, Dennis to edit that in properly. Whether or not that's true, we're trying. We're trying. Someone parked annual underscore pass on TikTok. As of the morning of June twenty eighth, the TikTok is annual pass pod. That's annual pass pod on TikTok. BK, calm down. It's just what? so what? funny. Why are you so upset by it? <laughs> it's just so cute. Like, you're freaking out. Oh, my username. Like, well, I, I try to keep everything the same. It's so much easier when it's one thing. You're instead not of wrong. Having to be like 90 different things. It was like, no, it's this. It's annual underscore pass across the board. But I, that was the one thing I didn't grab when I was pulling you. You had one job, Jack. I was one so job. shocked that Come annual on. underscore pass was available on Twitter alone. And it was also available on Instagram. What are the odds of that? And it, apparently it was on TikTok. I just missed it. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't future thinking. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. here we are now. Uh, also, make sure to grab some merchandise. Store.receipt.com. We have some awesome, awesome uh, merchandise. Annual pass stuff. We've got stickers. We've got shirts. We've got lanyards. We've got hats. You name it. Uh, we have a uh, we have a fanny pack now. Uh, have you seen that? Yes. It's, it's, it's really awesome. awesome. I'm assuming it's out by now. But uh, yeah, that one's. I, I'm I'm excited to get my hands on that one. And uh, and I think we're gonna have some more merchandise coming soon. We were working on something. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for. Do you have a theme park shirt? Jeff, that you like wear whenever you go to theme parks. Like I know you have your Celtics socks that you wear anytime the Celtics play. Do you have a theme park shirt that you always wear all the times you go to theme parks? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all my annual pass merchandise that I'm so excited about. There you go. There you BK, do you have do you have like do you have a theme park shirt or outfit that you wear anytime you go to theme parks? Yeah, I got I got my uh Pizza Planet shirt I would be wearing quite often. Nice. But now I have this awesome Pride merch. There so. you go. That's true. Yeah. I've got I've got a shirt that I wear. It's a purple shirt with a little little chicken on it. I, for some reason I wear that every time I go to a theme park. <laughs> but we're we're working on a theme park shirt for annual pass pass holders that you can wear. Oh, awesome. So it's 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 really cool. I like it a lot. It's very basic, but I dig it. I really like it. So that should be coming out kind of oh, soon. We're working with, with Tony. I, yeah, okay. I'm catching up now. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the shirt. That's yeah, cute. It's like clever. It. Have you yeah. seen the shirt yet? Oh, I haven't seen the okay, shirt. Okay, we'll show it to you soon. Okay, but right. anyway, uh, we should just dive into it now. So uh, we got a hold of Youth Pastor Ryan, who is a former cast member over at Disneyland in California. He was friends with... Uh, Spider-Man. He was also friends with a stormtrooper over at, uh, at Batu at Galaxy's Edge. You like it? You see the cool this shirt, right? Awesome. And uh, and yeah, and so uh, one of our actually uh, uh, Shurston, who runs all of our social media stuff, she was like, "Hey, do you, like she works with someone else?" And he happened. They, basically, she set all this stuff up, which is awesome. And thank you very much for that. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk." And so we got him on. So without further ado, let's go and talk to Youth Pastor Ryan. 
And now I am very, very happy to be joined by a special guest on the show. We've got Youth Pastor Ryan. Welcome, Ryan, to Annual Pass. Hello. Happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm very excited to talk to you. So we've got I'm Jack and we've got BK and Jeff joining us for this interview here. So, Ryan, uh, you have been uh, you, you, you obviously have worked at Disneyland out in California and you were uh, special friends with uh, a couple people with, uh, I believe, Spider-Man and uh, a Stormtrooper out there, right? Uh, yes, I was. Okay. Yeah. That, I, that just immediately loads up some questions for me. So what is it like? So for, for those of you, well, maybe we don't want to spoil too much magic here, but when you're friends with somebody, that means you're, you're, you're really, really close mm -hmm. as in, you know, in, <laughs> inhabiting the skin of, of said character. So uh, how, how do you get into a role like that? How, how does someone end up in, uh, you know, in, in a costume at a, at a theme park like that? Without getting kicked what? out. Please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're legally. Um, uh, I, so you end up going to an audition, and and that's how it kind of all starts. Is there's an audition process, and for me, I had a whole bunch of improv experience, so that helped a ton. Um, yeah, it ended up just kind of working out. Uh, I was also an entertainment host, so that was kind of like a role that where you walked around with the characters, and that also required a lot of improv and training and things like that. And so yeah, it was just kind of a real fun little process, and. And got to become friends with some characters. Nice, nice. And so, for those of you who like might not know sort of how the characters work at, at Disney, uh, they have they have two different kinds of characters. They have fur characters, which are the characters that are in like full costume. You can't see their heads. You Mascots. don't know who they are. And they also have face characters as well, which are literally you can see their face. So you see like a lot of the princesses and princes and whatnot. And I'm curious. So uh, you were friends with Spider Man for a while. Does Spider Man actually talk, or is Spider Man just pantomime everything? Spider-Man talks. Oh, wow. Uh, so Spider-Man is the rare. I think he's one of two right now. Uh, they're called speaking characters. So okay. we've got like sculpted speaking and face. And uh, speaking is this weird in between where it's like, we can't see your face, but you can totally talk. <laughs> and so, yeah, Spider-Man was really fun because you had so much freedom with that. That is cool. Yeah, I, I imagine. So I know it's, it's interesting because California, like the way California and Florida are a bit different because in Florida, it felt like very much, uh, you know, if you go see a character, like they're going to stand in this spot for the next 15, 20 minutes. You can get in line, sign autographs and stuff. But it felt like to me when I, I've been in California, the characters have a bit more free reign to actually kind of walk around and sort of interact with the audience and like interact with the crowd. And uh, and just did you have any like cool experiences with that where you just kind of got to wander around a bit or was it more like you're going to be in this location don't leave this area, Spider-Man. So it was a lot of don't leave this location. Okay. Uh, we all had our like location sets that we could go to. However, like when we're coming on and off stage, you could have a whole lot of adventures. Uh, when I was there, Captain Marvel had just come in. And so like uh, we also had Loki and Thor and uh, and Captain America, who's always there. And so it was just fun to kind of go mess with them. And sometimes <laughs> you would just like go off the rails and, and be like, all right, kids, we're going on an adventure. And then you take like a whole <laughs> oh bunch gosh. of little kids from a line be like, let's go. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was cool. There were definitely some cool moments. Nice, nice. And so you have really kind of like you, you're, you're huge on TikTok and, and, and that's, that's sort of where you, you, we found you was through TikTok. And I just love hearing some of your stories. And so how did, how did that sort of translate going from working in a, in a theme park and just talking about stories to just this massive popularity on TikTok? Was there a direct link or was that kind of just by happenstance? Um, I'd have a couple videos that had gone like semi-viral for other things i had also worked at like kids parties and things like that because it was just a good way to make like extra money mm -hmm. and so i told told a couple of those stories specifically one that took off was uh there were two uh it was the fact that i look identical to my buddy's wife 
which is very startling. <laughs> like, yeah, he's been my best friend for like a decade now. And uh, we, we lived together in college. And now I'm like, wow, I'm starting to put some things together. That yeah, it sounds like have... he's closer to you than you are to him, maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, apparently just ever so subtly. Uh, and then I, uh, I got pulled over dressed as Spider-Man coming home from a kid's party. And that's just, a, that that's a low point. You know what I mean? Like, hello, officer. Hello, Spider-Man. Like, that's, you're never ready for that. Man. Also, yeah, I, you just can't, you can't defend yourself when you're, at, you know, what it feels like you're in a skin-tight outfit. Like, what are you going to say? Things are going well? No, they're not. <laughs> I have a question for you, Ryan. You mentioned that you had a lot of freedom when you were uh, running around the park or when you were in the area you were uh, asked to stay in. How do they like? How do they verify that you're doing a good job as Spider-Man's friend? Like, are there the equivalent of like secret shopper, like like maybe like people with Benjamin it. Button's disease that look like little kids that come and <laughs> pretend to be fans <laughs> to see if you're get your pieces being off. appropriate? Oh, yeah. All right, listen, he's actually not bringing joy. I repeat, not bringing joy. Get him yeah, out of bringing here. joy. Him Take here. him out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that uh, I I would. There are definitely some little kids that I've met. That, are, that have like very adult attitudes that you're like, you could be. I don't know if you work for <laughs> what you speak for or, or how this is working out. But yeah, no. So they they would have they'd have counts. So they know how many people that you got through. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't really determine a whole bunch of things uh, because to a certain degree, you know, you can you're also making people happy and things like that. And granted, you would get like uh, like I'm trying to remember what they were called. It was a. Uh, because we had like negative reviews or like positive reviews that people could essentially submit. And so if you got a lot of positive reviews, people were like, hey, you did great. It was really fun. And that tends to be how they kind of kept track of it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. That, that's that's pretty yeah. wild. So did was there any sort of like, uh, was there like school for Spider-Man? Like, did you have to go behind, like, did you have to like ingest tons of Spider-Man content? Or was this something that you were already a fan of that character and just kind of knew, you know, knew his personality already and were able to just kind of roll right into it? So I'd watched like that early 2000s Spider-Man cartoon. I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but it was it was solid. It was great. Um, however, I hadn't watched anything Spider-Man till about then. And yeah, we went to essentially Spider-Man school. <laughs> like you had to get trained on like the positions that you could stand in and things like that. The way that you walk, the way that you talk, everything. So there were like certain phrases and codes that would like get me into the character. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so for me, it was from uh, Civil War when because it was weird because we were dressed like Andrew Garfield. We were dressed like a mix between Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire. But we were supposed to be playing Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man. <laughs> so it was this weird collective. <laughs> and so the voice for me was always getting into it, it was, uh, dude, you have a metal arm. That's so awesome. Uh, from Civil War. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So that was like your trigger to kind of like throw yourself into that into that character. I like that a lot. Now, like now, when you when you were there as Spider Man, were you pretty much just doing like you know just meet and greets and whatnot, or were you in parades as well? Like, or was it was it pretty much just like your sign stuff and and go from there? Uh, it was a lot of meet and greets and signing stuff. Okay. So during the meet and greets, they can definitely have signing stuff, and that's that's always cool uh, to like learn a signature. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It's, I was going to ask yeah. about that. Yeah, it's really it's really detailed, and you have to learn exactly how the signature is signed and everyone knows how to do it and so it's it's really it's kind of a cool thing to be like oh all right this is how this goes now i can still do the signature it's kind of a, a fun <laughs> i thing. wonder i wonder who determines what spider-man's signature is gonna be mm -hmm. like, like creates the spider-man <laughs> like the peter parker's signature template that everybody must follow 
I, I am also curious. I want to say it's someone probably in Imagineering that's just yeah. really good at calligraphy, I guess. But, like, I don't really know. Because that, it, it definitely wasn't, a, it was, well, I don't know if it was someone from Marvel. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be. They got to cross reference or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, got to make sure that it lines up. I'm just curious how you hold the pen. That's always my question. Okay. Like, you know, you're in suit, gloves, on. How are we, what's your strat? Is it on the knee? Is it up in the sky? How are you? Do you like tell the kid to turn around turn to around sign on their, on their back? back? Yeah, yeah, like what, how do you do right. that? <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of different, so as Spider-Man, it was pretty easy because the gloves are made for like your hands, but I also did other characters. I did other sculpted characters like Goofy and Tigger and things like that. And those hands yeah. are yes, exactly like that. BK, <laughs> like just just giant gloves. You are drawing like a toddler. It is, and plus I don't have great penmanship, so it was just not. It is, I don't know. Sometimes it worked out, sometimes it didn't. But for Spider Man, it was pretty easy. However, I mean, it was still kind of slick, so I definitely like dropped some pens. But yeah, at this point, they the books that they give out have pretty good hard covers, mm. so you're able to pretty much hold them anywhere and. And do it, but I definitely there was a little uh like newspaper stand at Spider-Man's area that I would just be like, okay, we're going over here now. <laughs> Especially if they were like, sign this stuffed animal that's got like eight different layers to it. And I'm like, well, this is gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> um, How long was a shift for you when you were Spider-Man? Uh anywhere from eight and a half to twelve and a half hours. Wow. Twelve and a half hours. Good lord. How do you I assume that even that after a while the suit gets annoying. <laughs> oh my nice god way of so, saying that. yeah there are or there were because spider-man is since uh changed because uh now it's the tom holland height it used mm. to be the toby Maguire, uh andrew garfield height uh which was 5 10 to 6 2 and that's where i fit in and then the new one is 5 7 to 5 9 because tom holland is shorter and so uh that old outfit though had like i want to say seven different zippers on it wow um which, which, a couple things to imagine about that. Like, first off, <laughs> you have to have someone in costuming help get you on. But second off, like, say you're having, like, a bad stomach day. Mm. And, you're, and you're seven zippers in. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not an ideal situation when you're just like, I got to get out of here. Like, this is, this is going to take a minute. Well, I can imagine, too, you know, like, when, when I saw the fur characters, I, I worked with the, the great movie ride when I was out in Florida. And, uh, and we, we had a break room. We had, a, we had a character break room above us in the second floor. And I'd see those characters up there cooling off and whatnot. But if I... If, if I'm not mistaken, most of the fur characters actually had cooling devices in the suits, either ice or some sort of air conditioning in them. But with Spider-Man, I, I, there's not a lot of hiding anything in that. Skin tight, baby. <laughs> so, no. so was there yeah. any tricks to keeping yourself cool in the in the, the California heat? Um, I, I think a lot of prayer. Uh, really, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, there was there was no special secret to it. I mean, the suit could breathe okay, mm -hmm. but there was there were five layers to it. Wow! So it was like once you're at the fifth layer, it's like this is just too much. And it was yeah, it was hot. There were definitely some days where for me when I the way that I sweat is either I am not sweating at all or I am a fountain. Okay. There is no in between. And I, unfortunately, there were certain days where it was like 104 and it's like, well, Spider-Man looks like he has been fighting a lot of crime. <laughs> he is, he's very tired. Well, OK, also, too, like so those costumes were, were those costumes like custom made to you or was it kind of like we've got 10 of these things and you just whatever. Today's Monday. This one's yours Stay today in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next, it next was Parker up. <laughs> yeah but pretty much yeah it was definitely the second one it was a one size fits all wow uh and there were oh man i want to say when by the time i was doing it there were probably five suits left <laughs> and they were 
and there were there were five suits we had two people a day so imagine that Oof. of of yeah there was a lot of laundry getting done yes yeah BK, the x out of, out of it's Get time to out. go oh yeah that's I mean, I mean when i worked you know when i was in in uh, disney mgm studios there's a costuming department that's actually really impressive so the way it works for those who might not know you're not required to wash your own costume so what you would do is you you literally would go and when i was there you could check out five sets of costumes so you'd go get like i'll get my shirt get my pants get my hat and suspenders and then they would literally have a barcode they'd scan your id and then they scan the barcode at the end of the week when you're done you have your five costumes you bring them back they scan them back in like okay you can get five more so i don't i I imagine though something like spider-man probably doesn't leave the facility right i imagine that that stays there at all times yeah that would be that would be a lot of faith if they just let us (laughs) take it home and that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen yeah Oh, doesn't it though? Oh my gosh, it would be it would be so much chaos. I, I'm especially imagining like even bigger costumes getting taken out, like Groot or someone <laughs> just being like, "Oh, that's never coming back." Yeah, like, that's, yeah. I, that's... I wonder what the official detergent of Spider-Man is. <laughs> you know, I wish I knew too. To be completely honest, just to get some of those memories coming back. I want to be Spider-Man. Mm, gain. Woman. Yeah. Do yeah. You, like, you know? is it Gain? Is it Downy? <laughs> is it probably Tide. <laughs> Oh man! Now, so and also you were so you were friends with a stormtrooper out at uh, at Batu at Galaxy's Edge, and I am curious yeah. about that because th- I mean that's a cool character. That's that's I yeah. mean I love the idea of the stormtroopers because you know they wander around, and that's that's definitely in an area like the one time I went out to, to Disneyland, I saw Ray and Chewbacca, and they just walk around and they don't stop for anyone. Like literally, Chewie, mm-hmm. he like you just you try to get a photo with him, he doesn't stop moving. So you can get one while while he's walking if you're lucky. But uh, that's a pretty cool thing. And then having the stormtroopers kind of adding the atmosphere to it um what what was the sort of the difference i mean like did you have more fun playing those kind of characters or did you have more fun playing spider-man i think i had more fun playing spider-man okay uh it felt more freeing and like more open and there was a lot of like because i was at like the marvel land Mm -hmm. there was a lot of people to like play with that also had a lot of freedom uh however being a stormtrooper was also awesome (laughs) you know it was there were there were some cool things you get to walk around with with a blaster and get to like arrest people and things like that it's just a great time (laughs) that that so yeah plus Oh, there's Vi Marathi there. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, her as a character, but she's part of like the the Batu lore. Okay, and she's supposed to be a spy, and so you're in a constant game of hunter be hunted with her. <laughs> where and so it's just really fun to be able to go like, okay, we got to go ser- search for Vi, and like some of those other stormtroopers would come back and be like, she's a, she's near the Falcon, go get her, and it's like, okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> now that is uh, one thing. So, uh, not not to spoil too much of the magic here, but the stormtroopers have a very unique voice, a very distinct voice, and it feels like a lot of the stuff they say in the land is pre-recorded. Now, is that actually like the when you hear the stormtroopers talking in the land? Is that something that's like on a, like on a speaker that's being played, or is that actually you inside the helmet talking through some sort of like voice manipulator? So I can't really say exactly how it works. Okay, I, and, and I don't and I don't get I you in trouble. Because, so yeah, yeah. No, no, no trouble no, here. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, what I can tell you is that Disney does have a patent for the thing that it does uh, that is uh, out there in the public. If you want to try to find that, okay, okay, um, uh, which is the biggest hint that I can give. But I can also <laughs> say it is neither. Oh, all right. That's interesting. BK, yeah. BK, what do you think it is? I, I'm, it, the helmet itself uh-huh. is, is it, you think it's alive? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. The okay, helmet it's speaks alive. Yeah. for you. You just provide air. Okay. 
So, so it's like a saxophone where I just blow into it and I hope that they're Thank right. Thank you. You understand. No, I, 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 I've been going through your, your TikTok channels and I've been, I, or your, your channel and I've been looking at some of your old videos and the, the one with Kylo Ren, it's adorable. So do you, do you want to explain the story behind Kylo Ren for, for someone who might not have heard of that one before? Yeah. So, uh, it was just kind of a regular day. I was being a stormtrooper and having a great time. And, uh, there was this little girl who would come dressed as, I think she goes by Raylene's Day Out on, uh, on TikTok. And she was walking through the park and I didn't know anyone was recording, but whenever you see like cute kids, it's always like as a stormtrooper, different stormtroopers have different opinions on what you're supposed to do. Sometimes you're supposed to be like the hard stoic guys, but I just, I don't have that in me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm a very soft person. I go by youth pastor Ryan and I, that's because I look like one. I think we can all put that together that that's not, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a tough guy, you know? So I, uh, man, I, I just saw her and I was like, Oh, she, well, Kyla, like, cause she was dressed like Kylo. And I was like, well, she needs an escort. And so, <laughs> I just walked up to her and I just put down uh, two fingers because her hands weren't big enough to like grab my hands. And, and she just took my fingers and we just walked through the land and my buddy trooper like cleared away everybody so that we could just walk through the land Aww. together. Aww. And it was, it was really sweet and really cute. And then I saw it on TikTok like two days later. And that was when I was still working in the parks where I was like, th there's always kind of like an interesting, like, what am I allowed to say? What am mm -hmm. I not allowed to say? Funny thing enough, uh, I... I say always, like, I don't speak for the brand or the company. And that's because I had a friend in legal that said, hey, say this so that you don't get in trouble. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, now it's part of Disney's training. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah, that, yeah. That was, I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, obviously with the rise of TikTok and people, I mean, like cell phones obviously are it's a huge thing now where you, I mean, as a character actor inside of a park, you could suddenly be involved with something. And we're seeing that a lot now um, with a lot of TikTokers kind of taking advantage of that where they'll go up to like a princess or like Grinch at Universal and just throw out something wholly inappropriate where it's like, what do you yeah. think about this? And it's like, as a character actor, you, you can't you can't be a, a jerk to them. You have to respond in some way. And I mean, do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, I, I mean, being on both sides of that coin, like, do you, what, what do you, how do you feel about sort of being, you know, performing, but then performing for someone else's content inside of a park? That's always weird. Cause you're definitely trapped for that. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're not allowed to really say anything. And there, there are people that have come in and asked like, I've, I've been working either as a character or as like, or as a character host where you've had people come in and just say like horrific or weird things that you're like, wow, there is no way to respond. And it's like, <laughs> why? Like, we like, like this is a, this is for kids and there's normally yeah. like kids around or in the room and it's like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but for me, like Spider-Man was awesome because you could just, you could just be real quippy and like real, like. Real short with them. Like normally if like, for instance, like hypothetically, like say moms would get a little like interested in Spider-Man because you're standing there in a skin tight suit. Uh, then all of a sudden you, you the, the go to for me was always like, ha, I'm 16 like, because I was a teenager. <laughs> and that uh, that shuts them down real quick. You don't uh, <laughs> don't want to mess with that. That's that's pretty great. And so, and, you know, like when you do have characters in the park, I don't know if you know this, but like typically there is a someone like a, a host with the character, basically someone to give back up in case something goes wrong. You see that anytime yep. characters are walking around now for for someone like stormtroopers, though, like, do you still have that host with you or is that more of a kind of you're on your own type situation we do have a host they're normally heavily themed to batu okay so in that regard 
they are less involved than the stormtroopers are. And also stormtroopers are able to, you know, essentially talk for themselves. And so that, that was the beautiful thing about like Spider-Man and stormtroopers is when you're able to more speak for yourself, uh, your hosts can kind of take a little bit more of a break. Uh, however, it depends on how rowdy a crowd gets, because sometimes you definitely need stormtroopers. It's always funny to have security for the stormtroopers because <laughs> it's like, man, they really can't hit the broadside of a barn door if they can't save themselves. Like, that's that's a bad sign. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. It was uh, and, and they were always there for us. And that was that was really cool. Those, the hosts are an underappreciated, but really, really wonderful, like part of the parks. Yeah, absolutely, man. So how, how many stormtroopers typically would be walking around Batu? Like, I know usually you guys go in pairs. But how many at any mm -hmm. point did you all kind of like meet up, like collect in one area? Like, <laughs> like, hey, we're going to the Millennium Falcon. And then just everyone shows up and suddenly you've got 20 stormtroopers or you know, like roll up in force. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, I, you know, I wish that there was a time that we could have. I guess there's March of the First Order, mm -hmm. which occasionally would happen. I'm not sure if it's happening again right now. Um, but for a while, there was uh, we call it Mafta, Ma something like that. It was. Uh, but. March of the First Order would have a lot of stormtroopers come out in force, but most of the time in Batu, it was like six at most. Okay, I think, and normally we'd have people on like over the garrison, over the catwalk, and then two walking around, or like catwalk with Kylo walking around in different areas. But we normally didn't always group up, mostly because then it would get confusing for who's talking to who because you can't really see whose mouths are moving. <laughs> so. Yeah, like what do you what do you do there? <laughs> now, are, are there any are there like I love sort of behind the scenes secret stuff or hidden stuff. Is there anything hidden in either Batu or over in Avengers Campus that maybe your sort of common person walking around might not notice? But you'd be like, oh, if you look, you know, look between those two buildings and see that little piece of graffiti there like this actually means that. Is there anything cool like that? that maybe you can uh, shed some light on. Well, I was Spider-Man right before Avengers Campus. So okay. where um where where it used to be uh in santa cross from uh like captain america and for us uh you know just it was some weird things it's like captain marvel's plane is really an f-15 like that was <laughs> that was donated by the u.s navy wow. oh wow um so like it, th there are some weird things like that that is like that's genuine that's a real thing um i'm trying to think other than uh spider-man's apartment uh, I'm not going to say that I, I have attempted to get into that, um, but there's, 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 there's this apartment that's above Spider-Man's meet and greet location where it used to be. And, uh, there is a door that can let you in there. Now, hypothetically, that door is currently barricaded, um, <laughs> and you can't get in it currently, but apparently there are ways to get in there. Nice. And so that's always been a dream. And, uh, yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of just kind of fun cool things uh, uh, about it but not uh not nothing nothing else that i can think that that's really dramatic okay uh, okay now no so when you were over in batu uh, as a stormtrooper uh were, were there any sort of like things that would happen that if you were like you and your partner were walking around and you spotted like ray walking around was it kind of like make a beeline like go after her or was it kind of just like respect space and kind of like let them have their 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 moments for Ray and Chewie, it was like, don't mess with the Jedi and don't mess with the Wookiee. Like that's it's that Han Solo quote of you let the Wookiee win. Yeah, yeah. Because uh he's big and he's so big. So for us, it was always like if you see him, you're like, I don't, I don't see him. I definitely don't see him. But if it was Vi, the spy, it was always like, see her go. Okay. Um, yeah. And and normally there were different ways that we would try to like split up and corner her. And normally she was way better than us because like the armor is so clunky that it's just like uh, we you can hear a stormtrooper coming. It's not subtle. Mm. So 
Yeah, that was fun. Nice. And also, okay, so I've got a, a one one last question for me. Uh, the uh, you know, Gal uh, uh, excuse me, the Galactic Star Cruiser opened up not too long ago in Florida, and I'm curious, do you did you hear anything about that when you were when you were out there as a character actor? Was that something that they were like casting the people inside of there? Because you know, there are characters that interact with you know the the guests and whatnot inside the Galactic Star Cruiser, and that's a really kind of almost a LARPing experience. Like there's a whole story going to it. Were they looking for people in the parks that maybe had experience already, or was that something wholly different from what you worked on? That's mostly East Coast. East Coast and West Coast are pretty separate. Okay. And so because of that, like we heard about it, but it wasn't something that we were necessarily. I mean, if we wanted to transfer to Florida, we can mm -hmm. offer to do that. But it's one of those things where that's, you know, you're uprooting your whole life to go do Galactic Sharkers, which I'm sure that there are some people that definitely want to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but for me, that was that wasn't on the table. Um, <laughs> but it, it did seem really cool. I had a couple friends that are cosplayers that ended up uh, like that. I've known through TikTok that were invited for the opening and the premiere and stuff like that. And they had a blast. They thought it was awesome. And so I've, I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. For everything I've heard about it is kind of like you get what you give. So if, if you're like into it and buy into it, you can really have a great time. Otherwise, it's kind of like, oh, you're going to do line dancing in the in the foyer. So it's kind of yeah, know, what you, what you want to <laughs> do, you know, like go for it. So but uh, yeah, uh, BK, you have any more questions for Ryan before I let him get out of here? Oh, man, I just uh, Disneyland Superior. Are you even allowed to have favorites? I'm, I'm curious. Like, <laughs> are you allowed to say I might like Disney World more or is it in your contract that you have to like? actually support where you are where you stay red tape i need to know i need the, questions the home you team advantage answer. thank yeah. you thank you yeah so i'm biased. Um, <laughs> yeah i'd say for disneyland it was i i think i've been to both i've had fun at both i think disneyland is doable in a day mm. which is nice because it feels reasonable mm -hmm. um Disney World is just so, I mean, one is quite literally a city and the other one is a park. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah. think that that's, that's the difference there. And so it depends on what you're looking for, but I really enjoy Disneyland. And, uh, and the nice thing is, is we were able to do Marvel out in Disneyland and you can't in Disney World because there's a contract uh, that splits on the Mississippi River. Yeah, universal which is a, it all. Which is so strange that like that they were like it's the Mississippi that's what determines it. like what so year weird. is it? Well, yeah. Oh, we need a line that's not us drawn. So yeah. this landmark is our line. Yeah, this one splits the country in half, so we'll call that. <laughs> no, it, it is interesting that you go to Universal in Florida and you see two massive Disney properties, and you know, in Marvel and also The Simpsons are mm -hmm. both owned by Disney, but it's like oh, they exist inside Universal Studios on the on the East Coast, so that's that's a bit strange. Uh, what, what, one last question for you. I was thinking about. So we have a, you know a lot of pass holders out there, like a lot of our listeners who are you know maybe thinking about possibly getting into like a career working in, in parks and whatnot. How would someone go about landing a role as a character inside of a Disney park or somewhere like that? So if you want to be a character, it's DisneyAuditions.com. They've got a list of like all of the auditions that are upcoming and things like that. Uh, if you're trying to be a face character, you definitely have to look like uh, you know the the characters that you're portraying. <laughs> Um, being sculpted characters, you just have to fit a height range. Okay. And, uh, and that's very available on their website and things like that, that you can see. Um, and yeah, it's, a it's a fun experience there. There's definitely some cool things, uh, to, to be learned about. And it's kind of cool to see behind the magic. And it's also really, it's really wonderful to like make some kids days. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty amazing. I think I could pass as Pocahontas. You could, you could rock Pocahontas. Maybe. I could, I could see that. Yeah. I could totally. try it. Yeah. What if they, what if they do face characters for Avatar? Ooh. 
Sign me up. Ooh, I want to be nine feet tall. That would be so cool. Well, especially with the second one coming out, they probably will. That's what I'm saying. You know? I want to be Man. like a yeah. shaman by the tree or something. Man, that, that'd be. That, I'm curious because <laughs> would, be cool. would it be like a Groot type character, or or is like more of a like a you know a puppet, or would it be an actual face character? I like, I mean, they're like nine feet tall. Yeah, so yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> have, you, have you done Navi River, River Journey? No, not yet. Oh my gosh, that's one of the most impressive animatronics uh, on the planet. They have a, a life size shaman. No. Yeah, and she's she's beautiful. What? Yeah, it's it's so everyone talks about Flight of Passage out at Disney at Animal Kingdom, but the Navi River Journey I actually like more than Flight of Passage. It's just a slow moving ride, but it's it's all like the, the glowing stuff. It has all like, these uh. really cool projections, and at the very end they have an and it's an A one thousand animatronic, and she is huge, and she moves like she's alive. It's it's incredible. Yeah. I'm, wow, I'm that's really right. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Check that out if you get out to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> we'll, we'll take you out to Florida and we'll, yes. we'll go out to it. All right. Florida party. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Excellent. That's the way to do it. Well, Ryan, we'd love to have you. Well, like maybe maybe sometime we can come out to uh, to California. We can go through Disneyland yeah. with you if you'd be up for it. Oh, absolutely. I think that'd be fun. That, yeah. And be, I'll, I'll be able to show you guys some of the ins and outs of what's behind the park. That'd be great. We'll, we'll make some TikTok content as well with you. And, uh, you know, you can show us the ropes in there. <laughs> Sounds good. Be happy to do it. Excellent. And now if people want to follow you on anywhere on the internet, where would they go to see your stuff? Uh, either Youth Pastor Ryan on uh, TikTok and Twitch or Ryan Kelly Comedy on Instagram. Wait, right. you're on Twitch? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Oh, I, lo I love streaming some stuff. Heck yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll absolutely have to play some games together too. So excellent. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today on Annual Pass. And uh, we'll let you get back to it, but we'll talk to you soon, okay? Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank have you. A good absolutely. One. So nice to meet you. That was cool. I, I, lo I love getting those peeks behind the scenes and asking questions about stuff. I'll figure out someday how the uh, how the, the the voice stuff works yeah. at Star Wars. But uh, other than that, that was really cool. I, I like that a lot. I like I like talking to that guy. Yeah, he's a funny gentleman. Yeah. I enjoyed him. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense why he's so successful over on TikTok. <laughs> totally. And uh, make sure to follow him over there. It's Youth Pastor Ryan. He's a hilarious guy. He's got some really, really great stories. Really sweet. Yeah, he is. He's definitely my speed where he's like kind of just a super friendly, mm -hmm. happy-go-lucky yeah. kind of guy. He's like, if Ska was a person, <laughs> <laughs> I think. He, uh, he definitely fits well in the in the uh, rogues gallery of annual passers. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We've been so fortunate that everyone we've talked to and around the like, kind of the spectrum of annual pass has been so, so friendly and so nice and so warm and, and welcoming and gentle. So, uh, yeah, and that's why I love doing this podcast. It's, Heck yeah. It's so good. It's, it's, such a, it's such a nice, refreshing, heartwarming thing. And so, uh, but yeah. But, uh, but that's pretty much going to do it today. Make sure to grab some stuff, uh, some uh, shirts over at sword.roosteeth.com. We've got all the pride merch up there. We've got the fanny packs. We've got a bunch of great stuff up there. And, uh, oh, yeah, I was supposed to ask you a question. So I ask you a question of, the, of all you beautiful pass holders. And then you go over to roosterteeth.com. You answer that question in the comments of this episode. And we're going to do a live stream in July. And we're going to pick some of our favorite answers and then randomly select someone to get an autographed theme park map. Nice. And you get one where you'll be signed by all three of us now, wow. which is exciting. And so my question for you this week is if you could be friends with any theme park character who would you be friends with so and, and height doesn't matter because i know a lot of times like you know if you're short you can't it's be you, important you yes. can't be friends with goofy or if you're too tall can't be friends with mickey height doesn't matter in the in this universe so who would you want to be friends with as a character it could be a face character too if you want to be gaston you could be gaston i don't care i mean like, whoever you want to be jeff do you have anyone that you would like to be friends with yeah could? absolutely who would that be donald duck Oh yeah, yeah. You like you like walking around no pants on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I got feathers. Jeff walking around naked. Yeah, yeah. Donald's. I like Donald. He's there, he's sassy. It is yes. hard yeah. to find someone cooler in the Disney universe than Donald Duck. 
Scrooge doesn't okay. hit. Yeah, Scrooge is okay. Oh, but, it, but Donald okay. Duck's like the OG. Yeah, okay, okay. Scrooge, is, Scrooge is more niche. True, yeah. true, true. Yeah, BK, do you have any? You have any one you would want to be friends with? Anyone in particular? Absolutely. Uh, I would love to be friends with uh, Kida from Atlantis. Ah, okay. Yes. Nice. I want to be out there living my best life as a brown queen. That would be pretty badass. It'd be awesome. Is, yeah. it, is Atlantis a movie? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Oh Jeff. my god, oh. Jeff. God. <laughs> is it good? Oh it's really good. It's really, really is it good. Disney one? It's, it oh is Disney. My, oh, oh my god! It's like it's like '90s Disney, Jeff. It's really, oh. really good. Was 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 it that or was it was it Treasure Planet that Michael J. Fox was in? That's Treasure Planet. Okay, I'm sure. okay. I'm getting a little mixed Treasure up. Planet. Oh my. Yeah. Mother no, no I, I've seen I've seen them all. It's been a while. This since one hasn't. No, this is no. where I'm losing it. I didn't okay. know it went this deep. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff I had is, no idea. Jeff has has no inner child. He murdered his inner child. She, you slaughtered That's, it. I'm trying to drag it out of him by taking him to theme parks and hopefully oh, you know, giving sense. him a little like wonder in his eyes. <laughs> I didn't murder my any my inner child. My, my, the circumstances of my life in the '80s did. It was different. Did, did Gen yeah. Xers not have inner child? You just kind of grew up angsty and. <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. Was, we we were told that that was superfluous and it yeah. wasn't for us. Yeah. It's just like Kurt Cobain's we like were, no, no no childhood for you, no. young they Gen sprinkled, Xers. They, Here's your when flannel. You're, when you're born, they sprinkle cynicism dust on you and then <laughs> smack you on the butt. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, let us know in the comments over at roosterteeth.com who would you be friends with as a character, and then during our live stream in July, we'll go through pick pick a random winner and send you a theme park map. But uh, that's gonna do it for today. Thank you very much. We love you. Thank you for listening and watching the show, and uh, make sure you spread the word because podcasts like this live and die by word of mouth. So we want to keep making this thing forever. So please tell all of your friends and say, hey, you should listen to Annual Pass, and also it's it's friendly too. It's kid friendly. So you can listen to it in the car and not worry about, you know, your kids freaking out or your parents freaking out. It's, it's a good time. So we love you very much. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.